This episode of the Local Hustlers podcast is brought to you by Flamingo Pools, your go-to maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Stop wasting your valuable time trying to take care of your pool and let the professionals at Flamingo Pools take care of it for you. Visit azflamingopools.com for a free quote today. You're listening to the Local Hustlers Podcast. East Valley Locals. Get connected with small businesses near you and dive deep into their stories, mindset, and motives. Entrepreneurs everywhere. Get ready to be inspired by business owners, entrepreneurs, and hustlers that you can relate to and learn from. And now, your hosts, Dallin Huso and Ridge Waldberg. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Local Hustlers podcast. Today, we are excited to have with us the power couple and lover of all things outdoors, uh, Sammy and Austin Merrill of uh, Cruising Photo Bus. Um, thanks for being here, guys. We Absolutely. Really appreciate it. This yeah. is fun. So We're excited. Awesome. We're excited. Awesome. Well, before we jump into it, we hear that the word on the street is that you guys have a pretty uh, funny love story. Um, we'd like to hear a bit about that before we kind of dive in more. Yeah. Oh I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Tinder. Stop. We, we, we've heard of never. Tinder. I'm totally, totally Yeah, totally, totally, totally kidding. That's not the story. <laughs> not, no, um, not the story at all. I'll let you tell it. Okay. Well, just a mutual friend. One of my best friends in college was one of his best friends in high school. And he'd always talk about Austin and he'd be like, you know, I'm one of my best friends. He's really tan and you're really tan and you guys should just get married and have tan kids. <laughs> that is <laughs> so, what he said. It is. And <laughs> anyway, we, we became friends and then Austin left on hit to serve a LDS mission and we just kept in contact and we were just friends. And then when he got home, that's when we started dating. Um, but <laughs> I, I will say I knew the second I met Sammy, I knew I was going to marry her. Yeah. <laughs> However, yeah, you well, told your mom or something. I did. I told my mom. I, I so I've, I drove down to Arizona to visit my buddy Jordan, who he was the one who introduced us. And yeah. I came back to Utah and my parents and I were out on the boat and I said, I th- I'm going to marry Sammy. They had they hadn't even met her, yeah. but uh, I I did say that my mom. Will, I didn't even uh, know that story until it. after we got married. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you can't you can't give that one away at first. You, <laughs> no. Well, he also there, he also didn't tell me this story, which is when my road trip buddy I was moving up to Utah, and they bailed, and I didn't have anybody to drive with, and I get really sleepy when I drive. So my mom's like, "You have to find somebody to drive to drive with you." And I was talking to Austin, like I think on the phone, and I was like. He's like, wait, I can drive with you. And I'm like, but you're in Seattle. And he's like, oh, but my dad works for the airlines and I can fly down for free. And I was like, okay. So he's like, oh yeah, I'll come down, come down tomorrow. And I was like, okay. And little did I know, he took a ferry to a train and took the train to the airport and then mm-hmm. walked. And he did, and there was no flights from Seattle to Phoenix. There was only flights from Seattle to Tucson. and so he just like picked me up at five at phoenix airport and so i did but i had no idea that he had you know taken a ferry to a train i i was on an island outside of seattle yeah took a ferry to the city took a train from the city to the airport flew to tucson walked two miles down the road to a a rundown subway (laughs) where i got picked up by a shuttle not joking by the way (laughs) 
by a shuttle who drove me from Tucson to the Phoenix airport. That was dedication. Wow. Right? I know. I just walked into the bathroom, got cleaned up, put on some deodorant. Acted like he just got off the plane. Acted like I just walked off the plane. And literally he had Legend. been awake since like 4 a.m. or something. Yeah, it was, and it was a lot. I was scared because this was the first time that we had seen each other since I had been back. At, yeah. An LDS mission is two years so yeah. i've been gone for two years mm-hmm. hadn't seen her for two years mm-hmm. and so i had to put on a good impression but i did not want to let her know <laughs> yeah. all the trouble i went through because yeah, weird that would have been super <laughs> weird like, yeah. no <laughs> that's a little crazy but it's really sweet now looking back yeah yeah but, so yeah we we drove up to utah together where she moved to provo and i was living in orem yeah we at both the went time to UVU. both went to uvu um, so you both went to college we went. We, we attended, graduate. We attended we college. No, we, started. <laughs> we started. We started, but um, we, we, you know, life took us elsewhere. Yeah. It really. I would yeah. love to go back because I just think that's a really cool accomplishment, and I really think there's a lot of value in, you know, having a degree and learning. And I just like learning, and so yeah. I think I would really like to go back. But I, um, you know, life took us elsewhere, and I'm so glad it did. So. No regrets there. Yeah. Cool. We're huge advocates for education and mm-hmm. getting a degree. Like, yeah, we're, we're big advocates on that. But um, yeah, like Sammy said, life took us elsewhere. Nice. So what, I guess, what was the start of, of life taking you off the path of college? That's a good question. Um, well, <laughs> uh, one, we really couldn't afford it after a certain point. Like when we were newly wed, we... We did FAFSA for a year, uh-huh. and then mm-hmm. we couldn't afford it. Yeah. And, um, and then cruising, you know, we started cruising. I really actually think that that's what kind of, you know, took us away from finishing. And yeah. you went to school. I, I I also was pregnant, and I was so tired. I was working yeah. three jobs. We just started cruising. He was working three jobs. Yeah. And going to school, we and were we busy. were so tired. And um. And so, yeah, that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Yeah. So we moved after we went to Utah Valley University for a year. We we got married and moved to Arizona and we both went to Mesa Community College for a little while. And yeah, I remember actually stepping outside of class to talk to you about buying our first bus Mm -hmm. and kind of never looked back as far as the entrepreneurial. Right. Yeah, I just don't think that anything that school had right then for us was going to bring any value to for sure. what yeah. we were trying to pursue at that yeah. moment. Yeah. Whether we'd go back, I'd, I'd for sure love to go back and, you know, maybe later down the road when our kids are a little bit older or something. Um, but yeah, it just, it's kind of just what happened. Yeah. Where did the idea come from? Like, were, was one of you doing photo stuff or? <laughs> no, we're not photographers. That's a really common question though. Okay. Um, we were just looking for, like I said, I was working through jobs. I was working at um, Parks and Rec for Tana Gilbert. Mm-hmm. I was a dance teacher and I was had like a little handmade side business. Cool. And um, he worked at Home Depot and I got him a job at Parks and Rec too. And I, and I coached baseball. And you coached baseball. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. I mean, and we were both going to school. We were so tired. And yeah, we like never saw each other. <laughs> we never saw each other. And then... We got pregnant um, really fast after we got married, and it was a little scary thinking about what are we going to do. And I was, um, you know, I really wanted to be um, able to be at home 
yeah. yeah. And with my kids. And so we were just looking for an opportunity um, to do that. Mm-hmm. And a friend that was getting married had asked us if we had um, ever heard of like a photo booth truck or a photo booth bus. And I'm like, no, I've never heard of that. And um, they're like, oh, I just think that you would you would know about something like that. So I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm not in the wedding industry or yeah. anything. I don't know yeah. why they asked us really. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, uh, they asked us and then we, that day we looked up and we thought that is such a cool idea. And yeah. also VW bus is like my dream, dream car. Hey, and I, I was going to say that's like, ever since I was a kid, that's been <laughs> yeah. my dream. Yeah, it was, so when yeah. we saw you guys and saw what yeah. you did is like, we need that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went to your wedding. Yeah, didn't we? yeah, you guys. Oh, so we did. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was wondering that uh, you look familiar. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys both look familiar, actually. But <laughs> where Maybe I am, he's usually there. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> true. That's how it goes. Um, so yeah, we just we were like, that's a really cool idea, and then we like saw how much people were charging for it, and we were like, oh, okay, we gotta. We got to do this. And there was nobody doing it in Arizona yeah. at the time that, that we had started. The pe- like we, There was maybe one in Texas or and one uh, in like Boston or something. Uh-huh. I can't remember. Yeah, no, there's one in Northern California. I remember that. Oh, but really? Okay. I don't think there was any other ones at that time. So, yeah, we, we saw that they were charging 1000 bucks to go hang out at a wedding for, for four hours. And we were like, mm-hmm. geez, we can do that. <laughs> and we can pay off our dream vehicle. Yeah. Why not? Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, we did it. Really? It was yeah. so scary, guys. I, we, we had no money. We were yeah. so broke, and it was so scary buying it. But Austin put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that vehicle, and it was... Blood, sweat, and swear words. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably what it'd be real. for me. <laughs> and tears. Yeah, I'm, I'm an emotional person. But... <laughs> you, you never swear. Yeah, that's true. I never swear. Um, but yeah, it's... <laughs> But it ended up bringing out. So, I mean, after that first bus, um, what really launched our business was the Arizona Bridal Show. So that, oh, yeah. we did a Kickstarter and we raised enough money oh. to get a booth. In the bridal show. The bridal show. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's what the money was for, to get a booth there. Correct, okay. yeah. What is that exactly, the Arizona Bridal it's, Show? It's uh, just a, it's like an expo that right, okay. bride and grooms that's go to and they can basically plan a whole wedding huh. day. Um, There's hundreds of vendors there i'm pretty sure it's the biggest bridal expo in north america actually as far as the amount of people so people come come from all over or just arizona mostly arizona you get people from california like all the neighboring states but yeah i mean they have three thousand brides register and come to the event it's a mess is it just like a once a year thing that they do do semi yeah semi-annually That's so crazy. that was really um, a different kind of marketing yeah. for us, and it really worked for us. And um, when people see the bus in person and they get to go inside, and they're like, "What?" and not puts pictures out, and they really loved it. And that was a really cool. I think that's really what. Um, yeah, and it it was such a new concept, at least for I mean in general, but in Arizona in particular. So the visual at the bridal show really did us well because you, you see it online or like you talk about it and you're like a photo booth in a Volkswagen bus. Like, what is that? But then when you see it and you see the smiles on people's faces and like 10 people cramming in the bus, getting pictures and then yeah. it prints out and then you can text it to yourself. Like it really creates 
like the whole business creates an experience right. for mm-hmm. somebody, which is really what we've kind of based the whole thing off of. Cruising is not a photo bus. It's it's more of like a, a lifestyle or like an experience. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so did either of you have any sort of business experience before or like learn anything about business in college before jumping in or how did you guys you know, figure out how to get started with all this? Um, it was a rough road the first year. Trial, so trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> we really just kind of hit the ground running. We, yeah. We really did. We were like, all right, let's figure out this. I mean, Google something, figure it out. You know? Yeah. What's yeah. This? YouTube or paper. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I don't mm-hmm. know how they're asking for it. Google it. <laughs> yeah. <send> it over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was, it was, uh, we didn't really know a lot, but you know, I think that like I personally didn't really realize that I enjoyed the entrepreneurial life like at all until after we got married. I never really considered myself right. an entrepreneur. Um, even though I really do think I always had that. I mean, I remember being in fourth grade and making these like little string pom-pom things like, <laughs> like little charms and then um i make like bracelets in high school and then i remember um in high school my mom she's a, she's a pretty creative talented person and she would draw on these vans and i would help her and then i'd be like oh like they were like game day shoes and i put them in the spirit store in high school and i would yeah. sell them and then in college i would just try to get by and get you know i think that we're both pretty scrappy i definitely that's yeah. something that we've always had a part of us um, and that we've implemented in our businesses. You just have to be scrappy. Yeah, and, definitely. Um, we, uh, you know, in college, I'm just trying to afford rent and sew <laughs> like, these scarves and my mom would help me sew these scarves and I would go to like the boutiques in Provo and, and stuff and sell these scarves. Which it, and I really never even considered myself like an entrepreneur, but I was doing all those like kind of things like the stepping stones. I always uh-huh. had ideas. Yeah. But I never really told people until like our actually on our honeymoon I told him an idea I had been sitting on for like four years huh. and um, nothing to do like, with cruising or anything cruising just the rent. Actually, didn't involve a VW bus, but it did. That's true. <laughs> but I I you know told him this idea and he's like, wait, that's an amazing idea. And I think Austin was really the person that um, kind of showed me how to have faith in ideas. Yeah. And um, I think that you can have all the ideas in the world, but unless you truly like. You know have the guts to go for it nothing's gonna happen if you really don't believe in it and he and like his, him believing in me like taught me how to kind of believe in myself and believe in my ideas even to be brave enough to share them mm-hmm. and so um yeah that definitely i feel like kind of happened after we got married um so yeah we started this it's just been we've been on a roll since then Austin, you mentioned that there was a lot of trial and error starting at first. Was there any specific uh, scenarios or, or things that happened to you guys where you messed up or hurdles you guys had to climb over at the beginning? Um, you know, that's a good question. Uh, in particular, I know nothing about cars. Yeah. And to buy a 50-year-old, now 50-year-old vehicle um, was really out of my expertise. Yeah. So that in itself was, you know, trial and error, YouTube videos, right. ordering parts, <laughs> like, shoot, I don't know where this goes, but yeah. I'll watch a video on it and find yeah. out. Yeah, breaking, on the, breaking down on the side of the freeway, yeah. and you're, like, working on the car. Right. Broke, the broke down on the side of the freeway on my way to a, oh, an event. No. Luckily, oh, I had the belt that I needed, and, like, oh. YouTube, okay, switch it, and I made it on time. 
Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. And then like things about contracts and mm-hmm. like, that's a big thing to make sure. And insurance is another thing. Like, man, we researched a lot about insurance and contracts. Yeah. Um, marketing, like the whole thing was a learning experience. Yeah. And really relatable to all types of business, I think. For sure. Um, because I feel like in the wedding industry, you have, you're held to a pretty high standard because this is, in most cases, a person's only wedding. Mm-hmm. Like this is the one day that they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on to remember for the rest of their life. Yeah. And if you don't, you don't perform or something goes wrong, things, you know, it really can ruin that person's day and yeah. That, yeah. that person's event. So, I mean, I could go on like customer satisfaction, like, man, performance, technology, photo booth equipment, like yeah, everything was, was just a trial and error, trial and error. We're in a good place now, but I think our biggest trial definitely has been COVID. Uh-huh. Like that's yeah, 100%. Yeah. Do you want to talk a bit about that experience and what, what yeah. happened with you guys? <laughs> I do now. If you had asked me a month ago, I probably would yeah. have said, it's no, touchy. don't talk okay. to me. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so... Basically, you tell them what happened. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 a great idea. Let me preface with, I think just about every small business, doesn't matter the industry you're in, suffered from COVID-19. For sure. So there's a a lot of people that can empathize with the struggles that we we have had and, you know, vice versa. Um, So we were on vacation on the North Shore of Oahu. March 5th is when we got there. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so it doesn't matter okay. where we were. We were on vacation and the emails okay. started rolling in. So we, yeah, we were on vacation. We were on Hawaii and over there, you know, life is good. You're on the beach every day. Right. News doesn't oh, really hit. Awesome. Yeah. But we would wake up every morning to a new email or a new bunch of emails saying hey i want to postpone my event or i want to cancel my event and uh, we're like what in the world is going on back home uh-huh. and so we're like start reading the news and all of these headlines obviously start coming up and we're like oh my gosh what is happening yeah um we actually ended up coming home a day early oh, wow. so that we could go home and face these issues of people canceling mm-hmm. um you know it started with one and then it was 10 people wanting to postpone and then it was 20 and then 30 and then 40 and we're like what is happening like this is a big problem (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean it's it's also um our business is very seasonal you know with Mm -hmm. arizona nobody gets married in the summer i mean we did except we're crazy (laughs) (laughs) but like nobody really gets married in the summer in arizona so our high months are march through beginning of may and then end of september to november oh Mm -hmm. so that peak season you guys Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we were just getting in we were gonna get home and i mean we had 40 50 events in the next two months and so i mean that's like our income for the summer yeah and like that's like half of our income for the year business for the rest of the year and Obviously, we weren't able to do any events during April because of yeah. the restrictions that were put in place. And then even May, people have canceled. I mean, we haven't even done... No, we haven't done an event since like March 20th, I think. Yeah. Anyway, there was... It was 
It was a rough couple of wow. weeks. I mean, and even knowing how to deal with refunds. And I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. people are asking for refunds. Contracts and we're like. Contracts and verbiage in the contracts, things mm-hmm. like that. And we were like, well, we don't have 45 people's deposits in our bank account. You know, we've you paid that deposit a year and a half ago, you know, because yeah. people book right. us. People usually book us, like, I'd say a year in advance. Oh, wow. And yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, and I feel so bad for these bride and grooms that did plan their wedding for the last yeah. year, two years, and then, like, in a week, it's gone. And wow. and most vendors were not doing deposits. I mean, I don't... Refunds? Or, sorry, refunds. refunds. Yeah, refunds. They were not doing refunds. I mean, we talked to a lot of our vendor friends, and they're all small businesses, and they're like, well, yeah. if we refund one person, we're going to have to refund 50, right. and we don't have 50 yeah. refunds to give. Uh-huh. And so a lot of people were in the same... I mean, the way it, this affected the, in, the wedding industry, the event in, industry is just wild. I yeah. mean, you never really think that something could happen like this, and it did. And, um, I mean, it was a really dark couple of weeks. It was a, it's been a humbling experience. Very, like, yeah. You do not know how quickly things can be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. be- before that, like, yeah, we just dropped a lot of money on vacation. Like life was sweet, and <laughs> yeah. we were doing well. Right. And it was. It was just not even on our radar. Really? Yeah. No. We're no not radar. even. Yeah. No. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, within a couple of days, I mean, it changed. Yeah. So millions of people's lives. Like, and what a roller coaster! Holy cow! To be going on with basically the whole world. Um, yeah. But. With that being said, you know, everybody's kind of feeling the pain from COVID and um, we were really struggling. I mean, we did not know what to do. And I feel like my brain just shut down. Usually it can be like, okay, get creative. Think of something. Here we go. You know, and it's, ha- it's actually happened with, our, we have three buses now. Uh-huh. And with the last two buses that we bought, we kind of bought during a time where we're like, we yeah. were stressed out. We need something new. And we're like, okay, well, let's risk it and get another bus and see if it works out and it does yeah. it, it always did and we got very we were very blessed we tend to go for it when we're put in a corner like when we bought yeah. our second bus i had been working for the town of gilbert and they laid me off oh, wow. and oh. yeah and i don't i don't think you were pregnant with emmy yet we or were. maybe you were we were yeah so we were pregnant with our second oh, i lost my job goodness. we had yeah. one bus and we were like okay well what do we do so and we were saving for a house at the time yeah, I mean, we did 30 events mm-hmm. the first year with, okay. with the one bus. Um, yeah, and then it jumped up to, like, 92 events, from 30 to, like, 92 events that's in insane. a year. And then the we, third year, it we, was We did 150 152, events. 152 events. Yeah. So we were, like, drastically growing, but it was because we were put in these, put under pressure, and we really yeah. just yeah. went We've always it. done well under pressure. And then COVID happened and that pressure like really broke. Yeah. I feel like it broke my mind. (laughs) Like my creative, my creative little piece of my brain just wasn't working. Which let me say, Sammy, I I don't, I'm not, I am biased because she's my wife, but she is literally one of the most creative people that I have ever met. And under pressure, she does very well. Like she said in the beginning, like when she had to pay rent, she didn't just hide out in a room. She went and sold scarves at a at a boutique or, you know, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So she's always been like that. Yeah. And to see her react this way to COVID, like, 
put me in somewhat of a dark place too to like wow this is like a real <laughs> if a she's real struggling thing. then it's yeah, real if right she's struggling yeah. then like we are done for yeah <laughs> well it was a hopeless time i don't think anybody it was such a limbo for like a while uh-huh. i mean i think we're still sort of in a limbo yeah. a lot of people yeah. are still yeah. but it was like it's just not knowing what's happening no like our normal lives are gone everything we know about like our daily routines everything like that it's just gone and and so that was pretty scary. But um, after a couple of weeks of, you know, moping around, house, yeah, we kind of went know. into this like paralyzing shock almost uh-huh. for, yeah. for two weeks. It was crazy. And there was just not, you had no, no events planned. You're just, well, even our fall events were then like, how long is this going to last? Yeah. And yeah. they're emailing oh us like, can you like, you know, like almost just preparing for it. Right. Yeah, and we're just exactly. like, oh my gosh, I don't know what, what if there is a second wave? I mean, we still don't know, but I feel like we're a lot more mentally prepared right now yeah. than we were for the first wave because it yeah. happened in a days. Like yeah. Just days we were making half of our yearly income was just gone. And so um, we're very lucky, though, to a lot of the brides and grooms. Um, I will say I'm so grateful that they postponed. A lot of them postponed instead of canceled. Um, canceled. And we've, we haven't had a, all 50 people, you know, ask for refunds. Um but it's just a, it was just a limbo and I don't mm. do good in limbo. Yeah. I need to yeah. know what's coming. I mean, ever since I was little, I liked lists. I like planning. I like, I mean, that's my thing. When I'm really mm-hmm. sad, I like to plan and I couldn't do that. Yeah. And so that's why I felt like my brain broke. Mm-hmm. But, um, well, it's almost like there's nothing to, it was hard to plan for anything. Totally. Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. I know it's so hard. Um, so anyway, I was on Instagram and do you guys watch Shark Tank? Yeah. You yeah. probably yeah. do. Uh-huh. So, yeah. We love Shark Tank. Yeah, we yeah. do. Um, so Barbara on Shark Tank posted on Instagram, and I read her caption, and it hit me to my core. And do you mind if I read it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pull it up real fast. Um, okay. Yeah, this was like a very pivotal moment <laughs> during all this. No, I'm, I'm serious. So like yeah. when you read that, you had this new light about the whole situation to like back to where we thought we could get through it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was just kind of looking for some motivation or something. So anyway, when I read this, it really struck me said this pan, this pandemic reminds me so much of our other hard times that I've lived through trying to grow my business in NYC. I remembered the stock market or I remember the stock market crashing and people truly believing we would never have a stock market again, not a high stock market. I mean, we, thought there would be no wall street i remember 9-11 people believing nyc apartments would never sell again i remember not having a single sell in my business with 1,000 agents for almost three months and we thought surely we'd be out of business but here's what i learned through all these um crises through all the years when things go south they come back by storm every time business came to a screeching halt there was a long silence the people got creative or the smart people got creative and took advantage of that silence while others folded their cards and went home. And I just read that and I was like, I am not folding my cards. I am not going home. So here we go. Get creative. And that like, right after I read that, I was like, what can we do right now? Like, how can we bring money in right now Mm -hmm. with COVID with the buses? I mean, we have the buses, they're just sitting there. What do we do with them? And so, um, I mean, it really expanded our, vision for cruising 
Um, yeah. I pitched the date nights to Austin. I was like, what do you think about people driving the buses <laughs> and yep. taking them out? I know it's scary. You know, people getting behind like our precious little buses. <laughs> I don't know if you have kids or not, but it's like, it's like getting a new babysitter and you don't know if that babysitter is going to take care of your baby. Yeah. <laughs> These buses like are your that. kids, right? Yeah, they were our first yeah. babies before our real babies. Uh, we like so much more than our buses. But. Yeah, like we are so oddly emotionally attached to these uh-huh. vehicles <laughs> and you guys have names for them right yeah, yeah. what are they milo millie and margo okay all names. where do those so names come three. from um <laughs> I, don't I don't even know, know. i just like the name milo oh actually my friend um my friend Susie said oh you should i like the name milo and ollie and then I was like, I like Ollie too much. And that's actually the name of our son. Yeah, and so son. you didn't want to use it on the bus. I didn't bus. want to name my bus that. Yeah. Um, and so Milo was the first one. Millie, I just liked. I think my mom and my sister helped me come up with that one. Uh-huh. And then Margo, I actually let um, our followers on Instagram name. Oh, the cool. third cool. one. So that was really awesome. fun. Um, that was a good name. Is there a favorite? Yeah. Favorite child? Millie. I could tell you who the least favorite child is. Margo. <laughs> that bus breaks down all the time. Uh, I know, it's so hard. She's but... broken down right now. For that yeah. Moment. But anyway, I was just trying to think of something we could do. So we came up with the date nights, and it huh. has been such a hit. And I think that it's like really, exp- you know, just broadened our idea for cruising that we're yeah. not just yeah. cruising photo bus anymore. We're cruising rentals. So we have, you know, the ice cream bike. We have the photo bus and now date nights and you know other things to come but um but yeah i think that it's really transformed our business which is wild to say because this is like the worst thing that's ever happened to us like if you asked us a month ago and now it's like oh this has actually been kind of a blessing in disguise you know it's been hard but i think that you know people say like when you're uncomfortable, that's where growth comes from. And we were very, sure. very, very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Every and time we grew, we were uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So I definitely think that that's true. That's cool. Um, so, so with the date night, do people just rent it out for a night or how does mm-hmm. it work exactly? Yeah. So we've got three packages. There's a three hour package, a four hour package and a five hour package. Right. Um, they take the bus out. We meet up at a, at a location just like you would meet an Uber, except yeah. I'm not driving you around or our employees aren't driving you around. Yeah. Um, they take the bus for the allotted time. They go have fun, do their date night. We do have add-ons to the packages. Like we have a s'mores pack to where we pack little marshmallows and a little oh, campfire. Cool. We have a, a movie night pack to where we have this little projector. Um, and a projector screen. And oh, you no can yeah, they do their own little drive-in yeah. theater, oh, I guess, yeah. in the desert, you know, something like yeah. that. And then we have a local treats package to where, you know, we have some local vendors um, that donate treats oh, cool. to us. And then we, you know, we put them in a cooler for them. And mm-hmm. so we kind of make it, again, more of an experience. Yeah, rather that's than really just, cool. And yeah. driving the bus is an experience in itself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's but, been really fun to see, like, people come back and people yeah. just say, like, Oh my gosh, I need a bus. That's the coolest. Yeah. It was so fun. It was the best date. Yeah. And that's honestly some like probably my most favorite date nights with you are when we're driving the bus around town. Yeah. Just because we don't really drive our kids in them. Yeah. Um 
but we did once. We did once, <laughs> but we probably won't ever do it again. Just because they're a little, you know, they're a little old, little dangerous. No AC, it's yeah. hot here. Yeah, so really hot. anyway, our favorite day nights are in the bus, and to be able to share that with people, it feels a lot more actually. It feels a lot more genuine than even yeah. the photo bus because yeah, it's just like sure. why we love the buses. We we get to share that with other people. It's really, really cool. cool. Yeah, absolutely. And how's the reception been to that? It's been really good, actually. So mm-hmm. we've we've had a couple um, friends of ours take the buses out and to to help us market yeah. the the concept and whatnot. And we've had really good reception uh, in that regard. And that kind mm-hmm. of launched that whole side to the rentals. Yeah, yeah. Um, People love the idea. I mean, they, I think that they really think like just picturing like oh my gosh we can drive the bus around like take it to the lake or yeah watch a movie in it it's something you don't i mean unless you know somebody that owns one of those cars and the cars are so what's the word they've got so much character yeah Mm -hmm. in them and there's stories in those vehicles i know it sounds silly but like it's true yeah i mean and, it's a, just a unique experience yeah, yeah. it totally it's is. different and i think people really like that idea of being like oh wow this is really different this is cool it's not like a normal date night and or yeah. and it could be anything like a girl's night or whatever but right um yeah i think people have really been excited about it we for had, sure we had a great response and we've i mean we were even looking at getting a fourth bus stri- straight up for the date night option yeah. Um, because we know that come fall when the weather cools down, it's really going to be a hit. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's cool since you have, I mean, you have all these people that know about the bus cause they got married. Now they can use it again for their date nights. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It creates, you gotta take it out. Yeah. A reoccurring. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You can take it. <laughs> it's yeah, a you got me convinced. Experience. I just don't know if I should take Ridge or Lauren. With oh, me. there we go. <laughs> Boys night. Make sure he has a date. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll work on that. And then make sure we're at your wedding once you marry the girl. Yeah, no, I, it's already in the plan. It's already It'll in the be plan. Soon. It'll be she good. doesn't know, but yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, um, so I guess looking back now, is there anything that you feel like you would have done different or you could have done different to prepare? Obviously, like no one could have prepared really for, for COVID and everything that came with that. But anything you would have done? Um, to just be a bit more prepared for that or prepared for something else in the future that happens that's just completely unexpected. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want to talk about it? Or? Oh, I don't know what okay. you're going to say. Read his mind. I was just going to say this has really brought in, into perspective um, a lot of things, but one, finances, Yeah. how easily money can come in and how money how easily money can go out and how you, th- you think you can be doing great and then all of a sudden the light can turn off so to speak uh-huh. um, so it's taught us a lot about budgeting and you know as business owners budgeting business expenses and salaries because we do have employees as well yeah. and we just brought on our a full-time manager Oh, um, wow. Last week, actually. Well, we hired her actually before COVID, and That's then we true, had to yeah. put it all on pause because we didn't. Oh, you know, shoot. Yeah. yeah, we we reorganized our whole business mm-hmm. the week before we went on vacation, and uh, then while we were there, you know, everything happened. But yeah. Um, and that's a good point. Like she said, we reorganized our business right before all of the COVID nineteen stuff happened. So we had the right principles and the right mindset in place. Yeah. Um, we just did it too late. To where we weren't necessarily prepared right. for the pandemic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that 
you know, I had I struggle with that mindset so much of like holding holding your money tight, you know, um, because I think that that's where a lot of our success has come is because we risked a lot yeah, and we, spend money. we invest so much in our business and I feel like that's why we've been able to like grow like exponentially, you know, and I so I do struggle with that because I think like money just flows instead of like you got to hang on to it. Mm-hmm. But this definitely um, kind of changed my perspective a little bit. I still think that it's worth like you are still worth the investment and your yeah. business is still worth like whatever you put in, you'll get back tenfold. I like, mm-hmm. like it, it's always happened for us that way. But um, like it is always good to have a backup plan and we yeah. didn't yeah. have a backup plan. We had zero so, backup plan. Yeah. We'd yes. always, be, sorry. No, go ahead. we'd always been so used to investing in ourselves. Um, and I like going back to, you know, how we didn't graduate. We do value education, but I think we, we just, really believed in ourselves to where we would rather invest in ourselves than in going to school or yeah. you know, doing something else. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, where did you guys learn to just invest in yourself and take risks and invest in the business as well? Like, was that something you guys were taught or something that you think is just natural in you? I think we were both taught to be resilient, not necessarily financially, but just in life. And again not biased but sammy is one of the most resilient people i've ever met knowing her life and you know the things that she's accomplished i mean you too with your trip from seattle right yeah i'm resilient i'm just blinded by love (laughs) (laughs) she she has she attacks problems like head on i'm just blinded (laughs) yeah i just i don't know i i don't know i that thank you though for saying that (laughs) yeah sorry what was your question again what Sorry, was it was uh, resilience. How have they built resilience? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, has somebody oh, taught you about resilience? Yourself, yeah, yeah. Risks. You know, I think that our parents, all of them, have been, you know, really, like, good examples in yeah. our lives. Yeah, um, absolutely. I, you know, come from really creative family. My grandpa and my mom are really creative. Like, all my parents are really creative. Mm-hmm. And um, my my both of my dads own their own businesses oh, okay and so you have I, entrepreneurship in the yeah family. you know but i really never paid attention to it that much it's yeah. so funny i, I didn't mm-hmm. really even notice till after we started our own business and i was like oh yeah you own your own business too it's crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so we both are so you just grew up thing. around it and it was just yeah, what it was you just knew kind it of normal yeah. yeah so and i to add to that i i definitely think we were we both got it from the way we were raised being resilient but also I think we brought that out in each other too yeah, totally. throughout, throughout our marriage, not even in business, but like, like no marriage is perfect. I would say we've, we have an, a, an awesome relationship. We hardly ever mm-hmm. fight, especially for how much we work and spend. Right. Time I mean, together. we spend a lot of time together. Yeah, we work yeah. together. How know? do you think, because we've heard like a lot of people can have troubles with like, you know, family and business. How do you think <laughs> you guys have balanced that? Sorry. It's kind of off track. No, no, it's no, a great question. Fine. Yeah. Um, for starters, I think we complement each other really well. Mm-hmm. How uh, so? Like, what are your strengths? Yeah. <laughs> well, Austin, <laughs> Austin is very kind, very gentle. He's kind of like this. My mom calls him a gentle giant. <laughs> Our family. Which is funny because I'm not that big. I, <laughs> I do go to the gym as much no. as I <laughs> You're just, you tower over my family. That's why. <laughs> anyway, so I, um, I just think that. I'm a little bit more, I guess, passionate would be, 
a nice way to you say show it. your passion like in a different a little way. feistier you know and passionate's a good word yeah good word. <laughs> so um we just we were very not to say that he doesn't have passion in him and i don't have like gentleness about me we're just yeah, we're all. both you know we we have different strengths different weaknesses but um we're also very alike in a lot of ways that make us work well together so we have differences that make us work well together and we have things that make us or that we're really alike in some ways that Uh are great like we we like the same things you know we enjoy the same things um yeah and so you know you know people are saying like oh you gotta have me time in marriage you know i gotta get you know he's gotta go join a baseball team and you gotta do something but honestly i feel like a lot of our things that we both enjoy we are like well i like to do that too can i come and we just do it yeah. together you know yeah <laughs> yeah. Like... yeah we're we're best friends yeah. by choice and we we work well together i think one thing that really helped us was dividing tasks because uh-huh. um, it's so easy to feel like both of us have to do everything rather than you know, these are my responsibilities and these are her responsibilities and you take care of your own responsibilities. And it, when I think when we established that and a few other, you know, minor details, that's when our business started to really groove, so to speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we did like take into account our strengths and weaknesses. Like yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Being, being creative and marketing and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. so we just we are very evenly tasked i feel yeah and that's good we um we just also work as a team mm-hmm. like i've never felt like any jealousy or resentment you know sometimes it's not yeah. like one or the other it's kind of like oh my gosh you did that that's awesome or let's do this it's how it's actually always like a let's do this and yeah you know, even with austin's like real estate company it's like it's a lot of i'm not super involved with that anymore but it's always a let's do this. It's like kind of like we're just a team. We're just making it happen. Cause yeah. I definitely feel like we're more like lifestyle entrepreneurs. The money isn't really what drives us, but more of like achieving, like being able to live in a certain neighborhood, being able to provide this for our kids right. and all that. Um, yeah. And spending time together as a family, even just huge. having the lifestyle of an entrepreneur, which you can take both ways. But we love, we have, so we have a four year old boy and a two year old girl and, there is nothing more important than spending time with them mm-hmm. and what we do with real estate and with cruising and cruising's really allowed us to do it for f- over four years now is spend days on end quality time with our babies, which yeah. we will never regret. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's something that really drives us to is the idea almost of regret of like, you know, I don't want to regret this. I don't want to. Uh-huh. So you can't get much. those years back. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to be like old and being like, dang, I was way too like involved in work or whatever. Yeah. I don't want to do that. And so we actually split, like I said, evenly tasked. We, you know, Austin will have a work day. I'll have a work day. And, um, that's cool. And so oh, yeah. if either while the other spending time, exactly. Kids, yeah. And we have a lot of family time together. And again, you know, I said our business is seasonal. So that also, um, Austin will be doing a lot of events. I'll be at home more. And then during the summer, we're home together all the time. And so, I mean, me and Austin, we've spent maybe 10 days apart from each other our whole wow. marriage. And we've been together for five years. That's crazy. Yeah, and honestly, we're engaged. Like, yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, and we're together like 24-7. So, I mean, I don't know if there's anybody in the world that I could like be together so much with. 
Yeah, like I said, our marriage isn't perfect, but it is. I feel like we have such a strong foundation, yeah. and we can we can weather a lot. And we're good at taking work off. Like we're oh, we are really off. good at taking work <laughs> off. We're good at that. That's so, the secret, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just hard to like kind of rein in the ideas sometimes together when we're like on a road trip and got this notebook and we're just yeah. writing the ideas down and drawing that's true. pictures that's and true. Yeah, I honestly don't. Awesome. Uh, like, we, we have my, many more ideas and goals and aspirations, yeah. but the concept of us working together, I don't think will ever change. Yeah, That's I cool. mean, even if, it, you know, I said his real estate, I'm kind of like more behind the scenes, but it's mm-hmm. still like a team effort for sure. Yeah. yeah. So that's how we always view it. And so I think that that's why it works so well. Yeah. yeah. That's how we both see it. That's yeah. a really good point. Cool. Do you spend more time cleaning your pool than you spend swimming in it? And call Flamingo Pools today. Flamingo Pools is your go-to swimming pool maintenance and repair company in the East Valley. Whether it's weekly maintenance, repairs, green to cleans, or one-time cleanings, Flamingo Pools will take care of you. Honest, reliable, and innovative. Just a few of the many good things Flamingo Pools customers have to say about them. Ask them about their mineral treatment, which will keep your chemical levels down, allowing you to have a healthier bathing experience. At Flamingo Pools, they know that your pool was made to be enjoyed, so let them handle the rest. Check them out at azflamingopools.com or give them a call at 480-422-6013. Mention this podcast and you'll get your first month of maintenance completely free. That's azflamingopools.com and 480-422-6013. Um, you mentioned that money isn't really like a motivation for you guys. So what, what does success look like to you guys? Like what's your ultimate goal <laughs> to live on the beach? <laughs> That's go. funny. I was going to say to live on a lot of land, <laughs> <laughs> a lot um, of land on, on the beach. Let's compromise there. Um, I think that really the success of like having no regrets, like really looking back on your life and totally thinking like, I don't know. Like that was an, that was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that that would be successful, whether it's, you know, whether material items are involved in that or not. I think that definitely spending time with your loved ones, that's something that you would never regret is investing in people instead of things. I think that that's something that not to say that things are, things are bad, but like, that's just something I know that, you know, I will never regret. And that's what success looks like for me it's not necessarily like the material items even though that stuff is nice um and living on the beach on a lot of land whatever that is (laughs) but but um yeah you know I just think definitely when you success is looking back and knowing that you invested in people and you were a good you know ripple you know in the water you know you caused like a good effect I think that's success and that could be in business and that can be at home. I think home would be the best part of that. But yeah. Yeah. No, those are really good points. I don't, 
I w- like success for me, I think is along the same lines. It doesn't, I mean, money, you, you have bills to pay. Like, obviously you, ha- you have to make money, but I don't think it's ever really been that important in our marriage to a degree where like we're, we're sacrificing everything for money yeah. success. I think, yeah, I think Sammy said it really well, like to not, I would feel successful if I had little regrets at the end of my life. If I was able to know that I soaked up every single moment with my kids that I could and, and you know, this might sound dumb, but like love my wife passionately and she never felt alone or not loved like, and being able to create an environment where you can feel all that with the people that you love. I don't know. That's success to me for sure. And even talking about business, like that's like, I guess, personal success, like in our, in our life Uh for sure. But in the business, like switching gears, wearing a different hat as a business owner, what does success look like? Um, still like the money really doesn't drive us. It's, it's the lifestyle that like we can, provide for our family um but also i really just love the process like i love the creative process i love coming up with like the design the branding or the the different marketing ideas i just love that process and we both do and so everybody has different i think there's a lot of different kinds of entrepreneurs but i feel like that's kind of what we identify with the most Mm -hmm. is the process and the lifestyle kind of a mix of both of those so yeah and hold on let me read grab my thought yeah whatever, whatever. I can't remember <laughs> you don't remember what you were going to say uh, business mindset wearing a hat different hat oh yeah I remember process I remember what that was really impressive what power couple right, right there see that <laughs> oh no that we do nice. that all the time or should I should say she does that we have to no, leave that part do. yeah <laughs> that was wow <laughs> But, um, do you guys no. do that to each other too? <laughs> yeah, power couple, power couple. Like, <laughs> Forget his, about marriage. His wife gets a little yeah. jealous sometimes. Competition. Who's the better cower couple? <laughs> we should have like a game show of that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's next funny. episode. But no, what I was going to s- say is I think another idea of success is doing something that you love. Yeah. Totally. And if you had asked me if I would ever start a photo booth business, five years ago I said there's no no chance yeah but even me I'm like that's not my like necessarily passion mm-hmm. no but. it's it's not but it it does genuinely make people happy yeah. and we love our, the vehicles and yeah. like the it creates a great lifestyle like we love the business we love what we do right because of because of those reasons and you know same with all, you know the other ideas that we've come up with and yeah. things right. we've pursued. It also provides a platform for us to be able to do like even the little things that we enjoy, whether it's cr- like feeling successful by like crossing things off or feeling successful by providing for your family, feeling successful yeah. by like even like little talents. Like he gets to connect with so many people, and he's a very big people person, and yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, and people love the buzz. He gets to be at events where people are happy and they're celebrating, and that's great. And I really love the creative process and that is a venue for me to do that too. So it's not necessarily like the whole business is our passion. And I think we do have other ideas, you know, that are like kind of on the back burners right now that Uh we're still hanging on to, um, for sure that we want to pursue later that I think are definitely more encompassing of our passions. But, um, this is just a venue to even do the small things that we're passionate about and learn. It's a really good learning experience. Yeah. This, this is like a first business that yeah. we're talking about with cruising and 
um, it's been a really good stepping stone for us. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you say that this is like, it's an avenue or a bridge that's leading you to other possible passions and things that you can pursue in the future? I think in general, absolutely. Not like, like we talked about in the beginning, Cruisin' has become more of an umbrella and more Mm -hmm. of a brand and an experience based business to where, you know, there's different ways we could, we could take that. But in general, yeah, this has really helped us grow and helped us go down a path that will lead us to developing other ideas that are completely different. But it's yeah. it's given us the foundation to work off of, of and the skills of hard work and, and educating yourself mm-hmm. and pushing through the grind. Because like we've been doing cruising for four years. In the beginning, it was hard. Like yeah. She was it's pregnant so and we would roll yeah. to weddings together right it was super hard it's not all sunshine and rainbows no it's not there's so much behind the scenes that is really hard that people know nothing about you know like when austin lost his job and we got the second bus like not a lot of people know that there's just a lot of behind the scenes that have like pushed us forward um but yeah i think that you asked the question what do you think is successful i just i think that even with this whole covid thing as an example um Basically, just like grabbing onto the things that you can control and being in control is success for me. Like, I just think Mm -hmm. that, or for anybody, like when I look at people, even if their business like, like lasted a year or two and then like moved on to something else, I don't really think that that's a failure. I think that, you know, cruising's not directly given us, like taking us to like our next steps, but it's taught us a lot. And it's taught us a lot of things that we can control. Even Mm -hmm. with this COVID thing, I just would say even to any small business owner, I think that a lot of things that you control is your work ethic. You can always control your work ethic. You control to fold your cards and go home, or you can get creative and you can work hard and you can control your time. That's something that you usually have control over. And then also your, um, your creativity. Like you can, you totally have control of that in your attitude, your mindset. Um, so just being able to really hang on to those things that you can control, um, I think that that's success. Like whether what the outcome is, just knowing that you're doing 100% your part. Yeah. So That's a good point. I think like looking back out of everything we've learned from this business is that when, you're, when your back's up against the wall, rather than get out from under the pressure and, and give up, I guess – find a way to adapt and make it work mm-hmm. and those principles can be applied to any anything in life yeah, yeah. and so i think i'm mean, for me that's that's kind of what i'm ta- i've taken from this business is that we have the ability to get ourselves out of tough situations but really thrive in tough in tough situations too right and and honestly just what is our business? We're a photo booth bus. Like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Yeah. Like, we're not some huge company. Yeah, like, yeah, we're, we're just, not. like, the tiniest niche of, like, the wedding industry. Seriously, we are a photo booth business. Like, we're a photo booth bus. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, like, not some huge thing. But we're able to, like, take that. And, like, so I'm just seriously, like, yeah. But now you're building a brand off that. of it, though. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We are. Yeah. And that, yeah, and that goes with adapting and being creative. Like you yeah. can turn 
a smallest little thing into something that's totally. really, really yeah. Cool. I think it's so important totally. for other businesses, like yeah. taking what you have and branding it and yeah, yeah. yeah. Branding yeah. The umbrella like you, you guys yeah. have done mm-hmm. other other avenues. Yeah. yeah, for sure. You never you never want to put a ceiling on your ideas or your beliefs and like. Sometimes, man, I really take it up to the sky when you give it, say, an idea. And I'm like, oh, and we could do this and we could do oh, that. Oh, I know. And, it's... and then she's like, okay, calm down. <laughs> I know. And there's just been a hundred of them. Like, I was cleaning out an old closet last weekend and uh-huh. I found an old booklet that we had of old, like, business ideas. Or there's a couple pages in there. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot, completely forgot. We want to start, like, a Christmas card company. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it was called the 1512 Project. Which is so weird. I don't even know. It was like it was LLC. like supposed to be some charity <laughs> thing that was like, we're giving uh, the card away. I don't even know what it was. I and it was just like the that. dumbest. Like, right, I, mean, I say the dumbest things, but seriously, out of all of them, like a photo with bus got like successful. It's been able to provide such a wonderful lifestyle for us. We've been able to learn so much, meet so many great people. Yeah be a part of so many people's happy days, you know, and, and it's been awesome. And I just would have never thought. And so like people that are like, Oh, this is, no one would do this. Like no one would buy this. This is too weird or like, it's too much of a niche. But, um, I think it's actually in shark tank where I heard it was like, it's like there's riches in the niches, (laughs) (laughs) but there really is. And so, I just don't even care how weird it is or yeah. whatever. You can seriously be successful if you basically are in control. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you guys totally have made a lot of people happy. I I just had a thought. I still have a um a picture from your guys's bus in my car from his no wedding. No way. Yeah. So <laughs> how long ago was that? This was over a year ago. Almost two years. Really? Almost two wow. years. Yeah. And I Go still have it you. in my car with all my buddies. Oh, it's it's, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, so fun. It's from your guys' yeah. buff. So. That's, That's awesome. awesome. Uh-huh. And things like that. It's really cool to hear that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It it really solidifies the fact that what we are doing really brings joy to people. It yeah. makes it worth our time. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Awesome. I remember seeing on Instagram a while ago <laughs> when you guys bought one of your buses. Did you buy a business as well with that? We, so yeah, kind we. Of- we bought out Phoenix Photo Bus. Okay. okay. Um, which, yeah, so when we started, like I said, we were the only ones. I think now there are <clears throat> like our seven photo booth oh, wow. buses Goodness. in Arizona and yeah, really? Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your guys' idea, though. So. <laughs> well, actually, I wouldn't even say it's our idea because, like, I mean, the idea places, exists. But yeah. Yeah. I just we, think we, that brought we, it for, we brought it to Arizona. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and to that point, though, like, Sammy was super innovative and creative to make it our own. Yes. And I think you can do that. Like are, there are so few new ideas out there, Yeah, but there are a lot of newly created ideas of, of, uh, that ideas were uh, that already existed and you put your own spin on it. it. Everybody's different. Everybody has room, you know, everybody can do their own thing. The other photo booths, we actually like refer business to a lot of them. Like we talk back and forth. It's not like, yeah, because they look totally different than us. And right. if we don't have a date available, we send it their way. If they don't have a date available, they'll send it to us. Oh, cool. That's and cool. so we just we also just look, look, looked very differently. Our branding's different, yeah. and yeah. they cater to a completely different, you know, event, bride. Yeah. And so in that, I mean, I'm back to what our business is. We are a photo booth bus, like such a niche. Like there is another company. There's seven other companies in our area and we are doing fine. Yeah, like, and crazy. I think yeah, that they are doing awesome. fine. There is plenty of business for everybody. Everybody is so unique. 
everybody's branding is different. Yeah. It does bother me sometimes when people like directly <laughs> copy us that I won't like say it doesn't because that'd be a lie. It does bother me when sometimes like people copy us like very directly, but it's, it's just yeah. part of business, you know, yeah. it's just what happens. But it, it creates awareness for the concept in general when there's other people. Yeah, it, right? totally. That's a, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was just going to say, and that's a really good point. Um, one, the competition has really upped our game. If we had no yeah. competition, mm-hmm. we would not have grown at nearly as like the yeah. the rate that we had. Totally. Yeah. And it, like you said, it creates awareness of the concept so that when people see a bus with a photo booth in it, they don't necessarily wonder what it is. But like, oh, that's the uh, that's a photo booth bus. And then they go Google it and we're the first one that pops up. Yeah. So the that's awareness true. actually helped our business. I, I know. I was so nervous. I saw three pop up in one month. It was really? like wow. two years ago and it was, really it was actually like one of our neighbors like down the street rolled <laughs> up with a VW bus and I was like, wait a second. Don't even get her started. on Oh, story. stop. I'm over it. But <laughs> I'm, I was just very mad at the time. But then I was like, you know what? Like we have a totally different brand and we're just different. And I know yeah. that I can bring a creative, like creativeness, I guess, to the business that, is different than theirs. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, eh, not worried about it. And I shouldn't have been because it actually like boosted our business a ton because <laughs> of the awareness, like what yeah. you said. Yeah. Puts a fire under you to just be better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The perfectly said puts yeah. a fire under you. Yeah. So when you bought that other business, did that come with like a customer base? It was like, what was the benefit of buying a business rather than just getting a bus and, and that's they a good didn't question. Have a lot of customers. Not a lot of customers. Mm-hmm. I mean, they handed off what four, five. Yeah, weddings. and I mean, like we do 150. So to us, that was like not a big incentive, yeah. not a big deal yeah. to us. Yeah. The, the value of the business was really in the vehicle at that okay. point. Yeah, um, and just buying out competition. Yeah, like, there that's was two other people yeah, looking yeah. at the bus. Good point. That and, wanted to do the same thing as us, and we're like, well, we can add a third bus and buy out the competition and we yeah. just knocked out three right there nice. so that's kind of like why we did it and, and it was great for us even though he didn't ha- do or they didn't do necessarily a ton of events they were still very well branded mm-hmm. and like held a decent presence so it was it was good for us to to buy out the business so to speak it, yeah um it and we painted us. it and people love the color and it was just it really was huge for us i mean that that really launched us and we've been really good at um launching things and promoting things i think by accident honestly (laughs) it is not really like anything we know a whole lot about but we've learned because we're like whoa that worked why did it work let's back it up you know yeah we are pretty good at analyzing things like that yeah so we're like okay let's take like let's go backwards and see what steps we did because that was crazy how many bookings we got in june when we got that bus we did the arizona bridal show we launched it so we we, we launched the bus announced that we were buying the business launched the the color had them name the bus then did the bridal show and people were really kind of like keeping up with it and it was just um I think we booked 36 events that month. Yeah. Wow. wow. Which for insane. us is a big deal. Yeah. And then we were yeah. averaging like 18 events yeah, a we, month. We averaged about 18 bookings a month. And so to double our average was like, whoa. And then awesome. COVID hit and we averaged, <laughs> we averaged three. Uh, I think we, don't, we don't get back into that. Yeah, yeah. thanks. COVID's <laughs> a thing of the past. Yeah. yeah, we're moving on. So, cool. Yeah. 
I uh, I know we're all, we're running out of time here, but I just yeah. have one more question for you guys. Uh, I know you mentioned around COVID, you kind of restructured the business. I'm always curious to hear how yeah. people structure and organize, you know, their employees and the business. So, do you guys mind touching on, I guess, what it was, what you restructured it to, um, and then what your roles are in the business as well? Yeah, um, one thing that we really put an emphasis on was the the system the computer software that runs our business. Uh, yeah. We use a software called HoneyBook. It's like a CRM management software. Okay. And it's that, really great. I highly yeah, recommend it for anybody in the event business. For the, yeah, for the event business, it's awesome. It really systemized um, every every part of our, our business. And we used yeah. to do like Gmail and Sending Google contracts calendar. back and forth, yeah, attaching like, the contracts via email and uh-huh. And this system is just awesome. We it's people inquire from our website. It goes to our pipeline in our HoneyBook, um, like our CRM, and yeah. it just moves through however long they can sign it on the website, like DocuSign, and then yeah. we can send them a brochure. They can see all the information oh, right cool. there and, and the questionnaire, like to make sure the event goes smoothly. Then we can print that out, give it to our drivers, and everything is just so streamlined and smooth. Yeah, so that that's been one thing that we've done to to really boost our business or organize or yeah or reorganize our business and then Mm -hmm. we we have before covid happened we had four drivers we had just brought on our fourth driver um and then like sammy said we had brought on a manager prior to covid and then put that on hold until just recently Mm -hmm. um so honestly like employees are something that you know we're still learning about and again trial and error um, yeah. And you know, we, we just started like doing like, uh, like books more like uh, hiring things out, like, mm-hmm. um, do what you do best, hire out the rest. That's what, uh, <laughs> we've yeah. been implementing it yeah. and it's yeah. been wonderful to answer, so. to answer what your question was and how, what are our roles in yeah. the business now? Um, I mean, once we get our, our manager trained, we will be extremely hands off, which is such That's a cool. good feeling to have residual income for something that we did yeah. spend a lot of time building over the past four years. But to have that residual income will be really nice. That's yeah. Really cool. And awesome. we did structure it and organize it. So basically what we took home was to pay our bills and to pay Cruisen's bills and um, or cruise and pay cruise and bills. And then yeah. we paid ourselves to pay our own bills. And there was enough left over to hire employee and enough left over for other employees to work the events. Um, yeah. like the person that's going to be doing our books and then the accountant and stuff like that. So, um, we just kind of took it, took the minimum, um, to pay our bills. Cause we're really trying to start like putting our head, like making more space in our head for prosper real estate, which Austin is more mm-hmm. focused on right now. Um, and so we're, that's just kind of how we organized it is because we're ready to move on to the next thing, basically, we're, which this is more passive, which we still love it and we're still involved and I'm still going to be pit, like throwing in ideas here and there. Yeah. But we are kind of shifting gears a little bit, at least right now. Yeah. Um, well, it's so cool to be able to build it up where it can kind of run itself and mm-hmm. it becomes yeah, like you said, really a passive point. stream yeah. of and, income. It, it's scary to hire on like a salaried yeah. manager. Like, I mean, it's, you know, $30,000 of revenue that 
maybe would have came to us, but we're deciding to pay it to somebody else right. so that we can pursue other passions. Like that is a huge leap mm-hmm. in somebody's business. For yeah, because sure. no one's going to care about your business as much as you do. It's just about exactly. no one's going to care as much. But you have to let go a little bit to yeah. move forward. You do. Yeah. And so that's what we're trying to do is move forward in kind of a different direction, shifting gears, like I said. Um, and um, yeah. And yeah, in the you know week and a half that we have been training our manager, great things have happened. With you know with with making money elsewhere, with real estate or whatever it is, like so. I feel like when when you fully commit to make the leap and whatever it is, if you commit to it long enough, you'll start to re- you'll start to see the reward come in, and that's I think what we're at the beginning stages of. Well said. Awesome. I like it. Awesome. Well, Dallin just stole my last question, so I was going to ask the exact same thing. So it's, it's kind of it for me. Dang it. Okay. Um, well, we're not done yet. Before we right. close up, we've got a little game we want to play with you guys. I love um, games. So, how it's going to go is you have 60 seconds to answer as many questions as you guys can. So, it'll be rapid fire. We'll just go back and forth, and you guys will just answer back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, you ready? Yeah. Okay. In three, two, one. Favorite junk food chocolate uh if you could have a superpower what would it be flying music you turn on when nobody's around oh like hip-hop rap for sure nice (laughs) Um, if you could have dinner with anyone in time who would it be oh russell wilson or my wife (laughs) (laughs) no 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 i was gonna say alexander hamilton i thought you said that um uh favorite quote oh shoot you know what i have so many if you're living Oh, if you're not living life on the edge, you're taking up too much space. Oh, that's you, but not about <laughs> me. Uh, best business book you've read? Oh, Contagious. Contagious. Uh, best podcast? Local Hustler. <laughs> there we go. Uh, TV show you could binge watch? Friends. Friends. Um, Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Oh. LeBron. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, if you could swim in any liquid, what would it be? Chocolate. Um, yeah, she's a chocolate freak. <laughs> Uh, if you could have. Oh, we're time. Sorry, okay. to go All right. on. I like that game. No, that was fun. fun. <laughs> I think we got seven. Not yeah, bad. We got I don't like. We good. answered a lot of those together. I, mean, I like how you answered together. Yeah, friends. You both knew it was chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> I should have awesome. Russell Wilson. Yeah, I, I'm Maybe a diehard Seahawks fan. <laughs> Big Seahawks fan. Yeah, yeah. huge. That's hard. Always been a Seahawks fan. I grew. I grew up there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Where at? Like in Seattle, like fifteen minutes south of Seattle. Okay, cool. Yeah, my grandma lives in Gig Harbor. We'll take. Oh, really? But yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, are you a Cardinals fan? I presume. Oh, oh, absolutely. They're honestly going to be. I think they'll be decent this year. Yeah, yeah so, we're I'm not a Cardinals hater by any means. I actually like yeah. the Cardinals, um, because I love Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. That dude yeah, is like he's a awesome. class A human being. Yeah, and athlete, and Kyler Murray's. He'll, he's a star. He's too. a stud. And he's... then freaking um... Chandler Jones. No. Oh my gosh. De- DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible too. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do uh... go on the NFL app every now and again. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, well, hey guys, thank you guys so much for coming on today. It's been awesome talking to you guys about everything you're doing and learn a that lot was, from yeah. you. Uh, why don't really you tell fun. our listeners where? where they can find you and um, get signed up for you guys. if they're For all your businesses. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for okay. everything. yeah. Um, so cruising is like on Instagram. Um, 
it's pretty much just Instagram, Pinterest. We don't really do anything with Facebook, but cruise in, um, on Instagram is the at sign and then C-R-U-I-S-I-N-P-H-O-T-O-B-U-S. So cruise and photo bus. And then our email is the same, cruise and photo bus at Gmail. And... You can find me. I don't really do the whole personal social media stuff, but Prosper uh, Prosper Homes underscore is the Instagram handle. Um, and then yeah. Cruise and Creamery, I think it's just the at sign and Cruise and Creamery. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. So, cool. Yeah. yeah. Reach and then out. our website is um, oh, yeah. just the same thing. It's www.cruiseandphotobus, C-R-U-I-S-I-N, photobus.com. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank you, guys. So that was super yeah. fun. Awesome. We'll see ya. <laughs>